This week, we're talking about the balance. Inspiration 4 has inspired me to want to do better with my mind, my body, get more in shape so that I can become an astronaut and go into space, just like the Inspiration 4. Let's get into it. Thanks for joining us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. I am your space science podcast host from the East Coast, Alex Giorfanos, and we're here for another episode of Today in Space. And with the finale of the Netflix docuseries for the Inspiration 4 mission, the countdown to Inspiration 4, I believe it's called, uh, the fifth and final episode, we're just going to cover their time in space, which, as we talked about in the last episode, we didn't get much of, which we're used to getting, uh, thanks to the, uh, the public domain, uh, you know, public access nature of NASA. Now this is the time we get to actually see the stuff other than what the crew members were tweeting and, and posting on Instagram, which were amazing. I mean, the, the views that they had from that cupola are amazing. And basically, we're, we're recording this at the end of the month, right? We wanted to close out this month. It's been incredibly exciting. There's been a ton going on. And I wanted to kind of encapsulate the the end of this month and kind of tell you where my head's at after this, because I have been very inspired by this mission. I know that may be corny, but the Inspiration4 have really made me think about myself as a human being, right? I, I don't, I'm trying to break down that thought, but you know, knowing that these four civilians with basic astronaut training went into space for three days orbiting Earth and then returned, that in itself is just you know it's 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 wild to see that and it's it's made me think that I can do it. We've discussed this before, but it's also made me think about my health and everything. And and now it's like there's a drive to go to space. There's a drive to like get myself like I want to be able to train like an astronaut. I want to be able to do those things and. I'm working on getting my body to that point. And that's kind of what this episode is about. It's it's an episode of The Balance. This mission has really, really made me think. And I had some thoughts. I, I've, I've written them down. I wanted to share some of them, go through them with you guys. And and I want to know, too. You know, if, if, you're, if you're listening to this and the day this comes out, September 30th or afterwards, go watch that series. Go check out our, our launch hangout. Uh, that we had on our Facebook page, Today in Space Podcast. And then, of course, like we've we've got the audio on the podcast. If you're listening to this, you can go back and listen to that. But go watch it. Go listen to it. And I want to hear what your thoughts are. I, I want to know how this mission hits you, what it makes you think of. Do you feel like this all-civilian mission to space has made you think better about humanity and better about what we can do? Uh, and And to think that, Everyone on this mission was different, right? Where everyone wasn't an astronaut before this mission. they It's made me think outside the box uh, and against the early narrative of the space industry that, you know, we only send the best of the best because we just don't know what's going to happen in space. And we need people who can react in an instant because we're going to be in a, in a place we've never been before. I mean, they literally thought your eyeballs floated out of your head if you went into zero gravity. That, that's what we didn't know at the time, right? But now we've learned a lot. We've advanced a lot. Training is at an all-time best, it seems, with NASA working with SpaceX to tailor it for the Crew Dragon spacecraft. You know, we can tr we can train people to go to space now. 
and the crew could not have been chosen in a better way to inspire us all. I, I really have so much respect for Jared Isaacman and his ability as a leader. He really led this team and this mission in so many different ways. I'm also blown away by the negativity and lack of knowledge that this mission even happened, right? Those those two things. It's either, you know, I, I will talk to people. That's what I do. I talk to actual people, not just on the podcast, to nothingness in the abyss so that you guys can listen to me talk about space uh, in a room. <laughs> but, like, there are, there are people that were as soon as I was saying, hey, this first all-civilian mission to space, this guy, Jared Isaacman, funded the mission, and there's this, like, ignorant, like, retort. And I think people are trying to be funny or something, but it's like, oh, well, you know, space is only the domain of billionaires. You know, only rich people can go to space. And it's like, well, yeah, it's always been like that. And before it was rich people, it was governments with self, like, defense level budget like we need to go to space first so those those people over there in that country are gonna kill us like that was the motivation the first time we went to space so uh, it just it it's wild that there's such this negativity to it and and we're making progress people i mean if if there's one mission that does it the best that we've ever seen where the rich people fully fund the mission the mission Seats for the other three people are free, are paid for by the person, and a combined $160 million were donated and fundraised on top of paying for the mission for children's research, for cancer, for cancer research for St. Jude's. And the public only raised $50 million. Elon Musk put in 60 Jared put in a hundred on top of paying for the mission and then put in another 50, you know, it's, it's just an instant reaction. This billionaire space race thing has really hit a sore spot and I get that, but people, you got to get over yourselves, do a little bit of research, (laughs) but that's why I'm there. It just means that our mission to talk about all things space and science continues and it looks like we've got more work ahead of us than than we ever thought. <laughs> but this mission was amazing. I think it was great. And what I wanted to talk about this week was the balance of body and mind that has has made me rethink because of the inspiration for, you know? I mean, the thing that I've been learning recently is and and putting into practice is actually listening to my body. I've been testing out different things about, you know, I've found out I had food allergies and with scoliosis and old injuries, there's a lot to deal with, but also sitting in front of a computer. That's how I communicate with you guys. That's how I edit this show. That's how I do my engineering work <laughs> in the daytime, in my day job. That's how I do all of my stuff is sitting down. So I got this desk that does go up and down. I have one at work. So I'm trying to listen to my body. If I'm starting to get stiff, sit down. If I'm sitting down, I'm starting to sit uh, stiff, stand up. Little things that can make a big difference in the long run uh, and not falling into these kind of repeated cycles that I always do. And uh, I've also found out that, uh, you know, this episode, this 
type of episode we call The Balance. I talk a little bit about the stuff I'm going through and the, the balance I'm trying to find in my life, and then we tie it in with the space industry. And this time, the space industry has made me think about the balance of my own self, which is just um, amazing, uh, amazing. And uh, one of the things I'm learning more about is ADHD. And the more I learn, the more I realize that most of the things that I talk about on this <laughs> this thing called the balance is... Uh, related to that. And by no means do I have biological or chemical, like anatomical science knowledge. Those are my worst subjects in science. So I'm by no means a person and anything I say after this is merely me repeating things I'm learning. <laughs> uh, that's how someone who's scientifically minded when they don't know something, they, they go about looking for it. That's, that's, a lot of the things that we've talked about in this podcast is about the scientific mindset and pushing forward. And like, so the question is, what does a scientist or an engineer do when they come up against something that they don't know? They, where do they start? Most of the time, it's not, you know, I believe the first thing that I see, oh, that article says that, that wow, that's crazy. That must be how things are now. I'm going to go on with my life, store that, and go through it. Now, that's not that's not how scientists or engineers go about it. They they if they're, you know, not completely exhausted and just scrolling Instagram, they might go, "All right, what's the source on that?" scroll to the bottom. Eh, that's all right, what's that research say? Go to the research, check out the abstract inside the paper, understand the context of the science, understand what was actually done, the statistics and look at it and go about it. Is this good? Is there are there friends I have in science or engineering that I could ask that know more about this than me? Can you do your own research and then compile that together and then you have uh, the best answer for yourself that you could have at that time? That's going about scientifically about figuring out something you don't know, right? And I've been doing that recently with ADHD and uh, understanding uh, dopamine and trying to understand more that the this relates to something I've dealt with my whole life, attention. I was really good at things that were insanely interesting to me. And then the things that weren't interesting to me, I just had a very hard time learning. That's why I had a hard time in school. That's why it took me seven years to get my degree. <laughs> part of it, part of it. But, uh, but no, and, and as I as I matured and went through things and actually was caring about succeeding in those areas, I was like, okay, what is it that I'm doing when I'm interested? Uh, I'm, I'm kind of going back and forth. Oh, I'm only spending a certain amount of time on this. And then I'm looking into research that there's a lot of behavioral methods that you can apply, you know, without having to go down the drug route or before you even go down the drug route, say, all right, what's, what's behaviorally something that I can do. And there's some research again, I'm early in this, and you shouldn't take this away as, as scientific information, but I'm learning that now I have to find how long my attention actually lasts and then apply that and say, all right, when I set my goals for the day, I have had my attention be around, we'll just say 20 minutes. So when I'm trying to be productive, I'll lay out my schedule in 20 minute sections and do my best to do that. And then that 
uh, I know for me, for, for everything that this podcast has become and everything we do with AG3D printing, our 3D printing lab, where we bring other people's ideas into reality, like it's about scheduling it out and getting after it. And when I accomplish those things, it's so rewarding. And that could be a behavioral way to allow myself to have the dopamine release I need to be at a baseline where I feel great. I feel good. You know, um, these are the, these are the things that I'm looking into. And also, you know, with my physical limitations, the inspiration for mission has made me believe now that I should not let that any of my physical limitations with scoliosis or, you know, I've had some serious injuries, broken ribs and, and other things, uh, to prevent me from applying or finding ways to become an astronaut or at least travel to space or be a larger part of science and engineering in, in space, in the industry, right? Haley Arsenault did it. With a prosthetic and after kicking cancer's ass as, as a kid like and helping other kids do the same now. Uh, so when when you see someone like Haley do it, you believe that you can do it. And I mean, that's just also, it seems she's just a beacon of you can do it, you know? Um, she really is. It's been so cool to like learn about these people. Um, and they're everyday people. They were just everyday people before this. Um, so anyway, so we've talked about this the last few episodes, but my upcoming episode uh, about what I want to do as an astronaut on, on missions like these uh, and in orbit uh, is is coming up. I've I've been really going through it in my head, and this Inspiration Four has been huge for getting me through that and to to really actually go th- go through it. That's one of the cool things about this podcast. Part of this balance, right? This podcast has made me uh, because as a scientist and like wanting to put stuff out, it's made me be critical about what I'm doing well and what I'm not doing well. Right? It's helped me get better as a person, and um. This is the kind of stuff like you just float an idea out there and then, you know, a mission like this, Inspiration 4, I mean, uh, before this mission, I never, never would have really considered uh, being an astronaut and it's changed my whole perspective on that. Um, You know, and it doesn't even need to, the next step for me doesn't even have to go into space or orbit. Dr. Cyan Proctor did it. She applied to NASA, got denied on the final round. Uh but then was a part of the analog astronaut experience experience at the desert research station with the Mars society. Those analog astronaut missions, those are there. You can, you can start developing a mission that you'd want to do in space. I really think this inspiration for mission has just opened up the different ways that it can be done. The different ways that missions done under private settings that address things on earth. And then push the boundaries of us on earth in space. Uh, I, I really do think that with time and more people knowing about this, perhaps this finale with the Netflix documentary will, will help boost that. It's going to be people like us talking about it, right? The world's in a really weird place right now. And I'm not surprised that people aren't looking up to the stars or even hearing about this mission and wondering, is this, something that or just just realizing that the 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 awesomeness of what just happened right <laughs> uh i i still haven't even fully 
addressed it in my head. You know, we <laughs> I've been putting. It seems like every week this month it's just been another just like mind blowing realization of they did it. This is amazing. This is a whole new era, um, and it's making me want to take care of myself. It's making me want to push further and uh it's not what i expected <laughs> um so that's those are my thoughts for this week guys i i want to know how this mission has hit you if you've also experienced the same uh negativity talking to people not people on the internet i mean talking to actual people um i'm interested to know how many people don't know because it it seems like it's a lot of people so let's talk this up let's share this with people let's get the word out there because i think we can all use a little inspiration right now and for it to be in something like a netflix documentary it accesses more and more people to to focus on the fact that this is happening whether they're paying attention or not that our ability to go to space and the ability for other people to go to space is just cracking open right now it's 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 the beginning of a new era. I think we said that at the beginning of this year. But um, yeah, that's that's basically what I want to talk about this week. Thank you for listening. Uh, a few things. Starship, you know, just before we close up, Starship was having some tests where they were putting the heat tiles on Starship and some of them fell off. Uh, I have no idea about the test and what they were trying to accomplish. But uh, yeah. It's still in development. <laughs> it's still in development, and I'm sure they'll figure it out. Um, there's obviously FAA stuff that's going into place. The FAA has to approve the launch itself before they're able to start doing these tests. There is an environmental impact review that's open to public comments. So we'll have that link in this week's episode, but you can look at the draft, uh, see the environmental impact of SpaceX in Boca Chica, Texas, and of course, wherever else they would launch to from there, um, take a look at it. Let's let's share some thoughts because I'm interested. I, I haven't I haven't really gone into it fully, and uh, hopefully this weekend or sometime coming up I will. And it's it's interesting. I I think there's a lot of I, I think there's a lot of people hoping that if that the FAA tells SpaceX no, but I also don't think those people understand how much SpaceX and them seem to be working together. There was a lot of drama and, you know, uh, not sure the word for it, but just like bad reporting around what what was happening with the FAA the last time Starship launched. Um, it's definitely not as bad as it seems, and the FAA keeps letting them fly. So um, just make sure to look at the actual FAA stuff <laughs> whenever you see any of that negativity. That's been, that's been the stuff that I've been... Uh, paying attention to i am trying really hard not to focus on the human landing system drama and the fact that we have lawyers nitpicking the hls contract without actually addressing the fact is whether the engineering and the science is ready um that's my way of saying something without saying something but uh, yeah, so the drama, Blue Origin, SpaceX, Dynetics, who NASA was going to choose to go to the moon, they chose SpaceX outright, Blue Origin is not happy. So, uh, yeah, that's the drama there, I'm going to stop talking about it because it just makes me sad, it's, 
distracting and unnecessary and it it's not even the 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 success of that really isn't about having everyone have access to space it's about having another monopoly in space that's how it seems to me if if i'm reading it from the outside and not i don't work at either these either these places but i do a lot of research online and i've got my degree in this i've i've worked in the industry a little bit i've worked a lot as an engineer there's this is these are these are the unfortunate sides when you're trying to progress science but I will stop talking about that and end this episode. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Uh, as always, uh, head over to our, you know, follow us on social media, whether it's uh, on Twitter at Today in Space Pod, on Instagram at Today in Space Pod, TikTok Today in Space, our Facebook page, Today in Space Podcast, and of course, YouTube. Click that bell, subscribe. Make sure you're there for new episodes. Keep liking the videos, sharing them with other people. That's really been huge and i really appreciate everyone for doing that we're really making strides we were charting in apple podcasts uh the other day uh, i think we reached 57 in astronomy which is wild folks wild there's a lot of really cool stuff happening and i've got a lot more for you coming up we're just taking it one day at a time and uh very very happy the inspiration for are back on earth with their families and we can't talk enough about it because apparently not many people have heard of it so go out there Spread the word, spread love, spread science, and we'll see you next time on another episode of Today in Space.